1: Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I am so grateful to be here with you today on unity online radio today is your day what did you dream last night it's all about you and your dreams you're my guest so call in if you've had any strange dreams or you're wondering why you're not having strange dreams if you're wondering If you're in in a dream drought and you want to stop being in a dream drought, or if you've got epic dreams, normally I keep things, try to have everybody be short and sweet with their dream descriptions, but today we've got, it's all you. We can be luxurious. It's like we can imagine that we're all out on a beach together, in the sun, on vacation, relaxing. The number to call, I should let you know that, is 35558162513555 that's if you want to get the audio version but if you want the visual you can go to my Facebook page which is Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams and you can participate in the chat over there you can do both things cuz we're Multi-dimensional people. So why not be in multiple places at the same time? All right, before I get ahead of myself, let's just center in and take a breath with me. And if you want to turn within, close your eyes if you can and release your attachment to the outside world and all of the noise. In fact, I hope that you're not hearing all the noise going on outside my window today. There's some major road construction going on. Hopefully it's nice and quiet for you. So just release and let go of all of the noise, external and internal, all of the reference points for who you think you are, how you think you should be, who you think you should be. Let's just pause this dream we're having right now and let all the chips fall. Let it all drop down. As we let go of all of it, wipe the sleep clean, the slate clean, and ah, open ourselves up to the sunlight of the spirit, to the infinite brand new breath, to that Lord of light, to that infinite spirit that we are all connected to. We don't have to be a great avatar to access this, we have our own access. We can open up the skylight of our mind right now and let that sunlight come in. Let that wisdom fill us up. We don't have to put it on the layaway plan because guess what? There is no more layaway plan. It's now. It's here. It's you. It's us. So just breathe that in. Take that deep breath in that wake up call so we can become lucid in this dream we're co-creating together. Call in an intention for yourself of something you'd like to explore today. A feeling, tone, perhaps, maybe an energy of calm, of peace, of joy, of enthusiasm, of sparkle, of connectedness. Whatever that quality is, acknowledge it now. Breathe it in and expand it a thousand times. Turn up the dial because it's your dream. You can direct it the way you want. We don't have to wait till the end of the show for you to get to that wonderful sense of well-being that you may be tuning in for. You can get it right now. Dreams transcend time and space. It's a non-local event, so we can have that outcome that we desire right now. So take that breath in and with deep gratitude for your dreams, for Unity Online Radio and Facebook and Zoom and all the technologies bringing us together at this moment, past, present, future, we can, we're can we jumping all over the place. Einstein would love this. <laughs> so with this, I say, thank you. Amen. A woman. Ah, dreams. Okay. So Nancy T is not with us today in body. Her mother just made her transition. So, if you are friends with Nancy T, Nancy Telzerow on Facebook, send her a message of condolences. She's um, it's a it's a tough one. This is a big one. She's handling it beautifully. She had a beautiful connection with her mom, and yet this is an intense time for her. So, if you think about it send her a little love note. So she normally reads the luminous humanness thought for the day, but I'm going to do it. Okay. So here's the book. If you don't already have it on Facebook live, you'll see the cover. And today is the 26th of January. So by the way, this book is a message for every day of the year meant to connect you with your inner dreaminess. So today the message is bring on the truth. When you're brave enough to ask for the truth, In any situation, it will be revealed. If you sincerely ask, your questions will be sincerely answered. Instead of being content with living inside a false, quivering, egoic state, ask to have the truth of who you are revealed. Once you do this brave act, put on your seatbelt the answers that come will blow your mind because they are way better than anything your ego could have manufactured. Affirmation. The truth about me and life is always more glorious than I could have fathomed. Again, the affirmation is the truth about me and life is always more glorious than I could have fathomed. So drink that in. I know so many of us, don't um, maybe want to know the truth about a relationship, about our circumstances, about, I don't know, anything that we're in denial about. But I think if we dig deeply beneath it, we realize, oh, wait a minute, it's good news. Even if, what do they say? The truth will set you free. At first, it might piss you off, but ultimately it will set you free. Okay, so again, if you want to share a dream with me, go to Unity online radio. Um, you can call in eight, one, six, two, five, one, three, five, five, five. I see we've already got some people lined up. Yay. And you can also meet me on Facebook live, um, at Kelly Sullivan Walden dreams on Facebook. So I can, we can connect in all these different ways. And if you were, um, join, if you were watching me on Facebook before the show, I, <laughs> I didn't realize it, but my mute button was on and I shared a very personal dream. Um, and I'm going to share it with you really quickly, just because I think if you're going to throw in, if you guys are going to share your dreams with me, I should share something with you. So I was watching the Netflix series Made. Has anybody seen it? It's really good, really hard to watch, but really good. And um, anyway, in my dream, I was, I went to a halfway house. I went to, and it was like a quasi halfway house, a mental institution. And I woke up from this dream basically thing. Oh my God, I can't tell anybody about this, which is why I'm telling you all about this because I think we're as sick as our secrets. So here's, so my dream takes place in this mental institution slash um, halfway house. But I was surprised at how quiet it was and how peaceful and serene. And it was really just a vacation. It was like a beautiful hotel room that I could stay in and and hang out, read, and didn't have to do anything. And I was like, wait a minute, this is like a little vacation from life. This isn't like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. This is just sweet and serene. And then a, a counselor walked in and it was Jonah Hill, the actor, go figure, and he was very soft, very compassionate, very sweet. He keeps showing up in my dreams, by the way. So I think I need to, I need some help with that one. <laughs> what is that all about? I've got an itch on my nose. Um, anyway, it was just a very sweet serene moment. I thought, wow, I really need this serenity. So clearly that's the message I'm getting from this dream. But the interesting part was after my dream or in the the following piece of the dream, I was out to dinner with some friends and everybody was talking kind of like normal. And they asked me a question that I was about to answer, but I knew if I participated as if nothing had happened, then I would be lying and I would be armoring up or layering myself up again, like to protect myself about against what they might think of me. So I just blurted out and I told them where I had just been. And my thought was, if they don't like me and they judge me, then good. See, ya. I don't want them anyway. And if they love me in spite of this, then we, we get to go deeper. So that was my dream. And I, and I'm in the midst of writing some books that are very personal, a lot more personal than the previous 11 books I've written. So I have a feeling that, um, this is, this dream is trying to help me alchemize. I, I want to live by the perspective where as sick as our secrets, my friend and mentor Sue Shapiro says we should lead the least secretive lives possible. So whew, I like that. Okay. That's enough about me. Let's talk about you. And let's see the first one I am going to call on is Anna Oceana calling in from Puerto Rico and Anna, thank you for being patient with me all these, all these times. I'm so happy that you're here with me. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah. Thanks for being patient with me.
1: Oh, <laughs> yay. All right, honey, dive in. Let's so hear what you, you me, have to share honey. today. What's your dream?
2: Um, well, so I have a question, um, yeah. first, and then I had like a, some, a couple of snippets, but, oh, I um, dream snippets. but my question Wait. is like in general yeah. speaking like day to day when we have like say like symbols appear um in waking life from a dream um yep. even though they like are kind of insignificant like for instance I had a dream of sunflowers on my shoes that I couldn't find and that <gasps> oh. same day in waking life there was a girl with a sunflower mask on I noticed mm. I'm wondering what if that Means anything? Yes. Oh, I'm Same so glad you asked. This morning, I like unconsciously like chose cloves in my coffee in the last couple mornings, actually. And I think hmm. last night I had a dream that I was telling someone to eat cloves because their breath smelled. <laughs> oh. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! That okay, that's significant <laughs> and s- sy- synchronistic on a few different levels. I want to get back to the cloves as well. Okay, so first and foremost. One of the reasons why I'm so into dreams is because the conversation about dreams often it, to me, what my experience is, is that it elevates our consciousness. It takes us from the ordinary 3D realm and it puts us in 5D. It puts us in the fifth dimension, which I believe is that, that dimension where we have an experience of unity we have an experience of being connected to each other and to life. And there's also this sense of being in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. And Carlos Castaneda via my friend, Felix Wolf, who traveled with him and was um, an apprentice of his, he said that the goal of dream work is to heighten our sense of synchronicity because when we're in a state of synchronicity and that's what the late great Carl Jung said is when two seemingly random elements or aspects or thoughts that don't normally go together, they find, they kind of come into being, they sort of have this clash and it's like, wait, where did, how did these things come together? That is a trigger to remind us in some way to be lucid in this waking dream that we're having, like, Oh my God, that was like a little glitch in the matrix, a little wrinkle. And we can say, wow. Okay. I'm aware that I'm having sort of a lucid dream, even in my waking life. Let me take a breath. Let me pause. Let me acknowledge kind of treating it. Like it's a little mini burning bush of sorts, just have some reverence for it, even if it's completely innocuous, but it's like, Recognize you're in the field of synchronicity and something's happening. And then I think the next layer deep is to say, now, why this symbol? Why the sunflower? Why the clove? Mm -hmm. What does that mean to me? If I was going to shine even a little more light on that, how might that be speaking to me and telling me, giving Mm -hmm. me some guidance, giving me some nudges? That's what I would do. And I just had one of those myself. My husband made this ridiculously large pot of spaghetti and it's just the two of us. And I'm like, what are we going to do with all this? We can't eat all of this, but it was really, really good. I didn't want to waste any of it. And, and it was, so I'm sitting here with this pot of spaghetti and then I get um, a call from a dear friend who has this dream about this delicious spaghetti. And it's all about this spaghetti that she doesn't want to waste any of. In fact, a noodle falls on the ground and she knows that she's not supposed to eat food that's (laughs) fallen, but it's so, So I'm like, this happened like back to back. So I'm like, oh, okay. So this is, this is some of the things that happen in our dreams. And it's, there's more to it than that, but it's like, it's magical. So that's my long story short about your sunflowers and your clothes. Oh, another (laughs) synchronicity. Somebody just emailed me a dream about in the dream, simply somebody saying, you have the freshest breath I've ever smelled. So that just happened like five, less than five minutes ago. And then you tell me about this clove because you want somebody to freshen their breath. So, and I was telling her if it were my dream, breath is a symbol of our soul, our spirit. So there you go. Okay. Anna, <laughs> tell me what you're dreaming about. What else is on your heart?
2: Okay. Well, how much time do I have? Cause I, I have a really interesting one. That's like, I would love to get your input on and, it's like it, it it interweaves a lot of sequences. I could just give you a quick like run through of it or I could give yeah, you something do, that's not do really the, that significant.
1: Let's do the quickish version because we've got a lot of colors and then I can okay. keep you on. And if we have time at the end, then Thanks. maybe we can revisit and shine some more light. So sure. That. Okay, great.
2: So, the jet set or whatever. So, basically, I went from like these different scenes that felt like very like weaving, kind of river like scenes, like one to the next. And it started out with the Rev, of course, like our Rev. Reverend
1: Um, Michael Beckwith?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, so there was like this scene, like of a park in Portland, and I was, I had taken on this task of making this gigantic. Like probably like five bed sheets large size like hand embroidered work, which I hadn't started, but that was like the vision. And it was okay. like supposed to be like text that I wrote on like devotional to like him. And oh, wow. as part of like this celebratory event. Yeah. And that was like one thing that was like in the back of my mind throughout these all these other sequences I went through. So there were other mm. other events so like other I visited where the first one, well, gosh, oh, gosh, now I can't remember, like, the very first, where was I? Um, Oh, yeah, I went to the celebration of my niece, like, the youngest of my niece and nephew, the nephew nephew is, like, one, and it, it was, like, their birthday party, and it felt like it was in this beautiful, like, lavish setting, and it felt like they were having, like, way too much attention um, even like for them, like not that they were uncomfortable as children because they're like babies, you know, like three and one, but like, uh, uh-huh. little ones. But for me, I was just like feeling uncomfortable and I, like, um, and like my beloved was next to me, like with me the whole time through these scenes as well. The next one, I came across a pool where there was some familiar like childhood friends and then a mm-hmm. bunch of like random people. It felt like Barton Springs in Austin, like an outdoor spring pool, but I didn't want to get in the water and I felt Mm. uncomfortable that he did. And then the next scene there was like, I Mm. came across a bar restaurant where it was, I was like paying attention to the lettering. It was like in Spanish, but like everyone was wearing white and something didn't seem right about the presentation. Like it was understood that it was this old bar that people took over, like it was new business and, I ended up paying like thirty dollars for a beer that i didn't really know if i really enjoyed it at the end i was like did i really you know and like regular price for a burrito but it it didn't make sense and like everyone had like yeah like white or like some sort of lace top like they were all women serving and it was this sort of outdoor setting and again we were there and um walking along and then like kind of came sort of like maybe i was walking by myself but i knew he was beside me and then the last scene was, like, a bunch of, like, uh, Afro-descendant neighborhood I was in, a bunch of people, like, with mattresses on the sidewalk along, like, a, like this long fence and people jumping on them. And then there were, like, speakers and stuff. And then I ended up, yeah, I woke up after that. I didn't really understand where Ooh. that was going.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord, Anna. And this is you being short and sweet into and the point. Oh, my God. This, you are an totally. epic dreamer. I just wanted you to know that this is like a quality problem. This is so amazing. So let's do um, that. Was let's a heavy do, one, indeed. Yeah. So let's do the, like, give this dream a title and just like first thing that comes to your mind.
2: Oh yeah. How do I find space to, for the embroidery? That's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Cause I was still at the Ooh. end of
1: that whole sequence
2: wondering, I was like kind of freaked out, like, where am I going to be able to like find the material or the space to like complete this mission that I, or like this task I'd set out for myself to do embroidery, Realize I hadn't done it, you know? Okay. So where so. do I find the space to make this tapestry
1: or, <laughs> I guess. Wow. Okay. So of all these symbols, what are, what are some of the ones and, and I'm not doing jet set exactly. So let's, let's do Let's do jet set just for everybody. If you're new to this show, jet set is the J is for just the facts. E is for the emotion or energy. The T is for the title. The S is for a few standout symbols. And like, I like to recommend that you pick three ideally, and then, and what they mean to you. And then the second E is for enlighten. How is this dream trying to enlighten you? And then the last T is how will you take it to the street? What's the, what's your takeaway? What's your action? So let's quickly re- move through that. You've given us the title. You've given us the, just the facts, the energy, the overall energy of this dream is what Anna.
2: Okay. Um, which is also like the emotion, right? Or is that later? Yeah. No. Okay. It's the
1: emotion, yeah. <laughs> emotion, emotion energy. Again.
2: Okay. Intense and, um, at times overwhelmed and, oh. um, okay. yeah, I don't know, like full, but uh, I could say, uh, I don't know, like come complex, not,
1: not really a feeling complicated or complex. No, or, I can, I can get I would that. Say it intricate doesn't... Yeah. Okay. That's great. All right. And now give know. me a few. I know one of the symbols that we're going to explore for sure is the embroidery, that, that piece. Um, but if there uh-huh. was a couple other pieces that, that stand out to you, what would those be?
2: I'm going to change intricate and say interwoven, but the main piece Ooh. is definitely the park space I was starting in, oh. um, how open it was and how contrasting that was to like, like ah. free and open and spacious to like the intense, yeah. like, Massive like lavish partying going on with like every single person, and it was it was like lots and lots of family that I don't ever really get to see also it was like lots of intensity, so there
1: oh that's and, great,
2: yeah is okay that
1: enough? I'm sure is there yeah, and then the the tapestry the 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 embroidery what's that about what is do you have any i mean it sounds like it was a sacred art piece that you're creating, that's like a testament to your devotion. Is there anything else you want to say about that piece?
2: Yeah, I guess it, um, I mean, I, I've been working on weaving the last couple of years since the pandemic started and um, I Uh love sewing. Mm. So my grandmother sewed and um, I kind of see it like something very close to my heart, that act of sewing and sort of like the long, like you know, sort of um time-intensive process of it.
1: Wow. Um, okay. Beautiful. There's a lot of and then soul that the last two letters of this formula, the enlighten and this taking it to the streets. We're, we'll explore that now. So, um are you open to hearing my two cents on this? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So, the nutshell. And actually, this feels because if it were my dream, it feels related in some way to the dream that I was sharing about kind of the need for space and me going to get it and having to kind of go to extremes to get it. Your dream, if it were mine, it starts off with space. And anytime there's a natural environment in a dream, I always feel like that's reflecting back to us that we're in touch with our nature. Um, I think this is why nature can be so healing. We go to the ocean or we go to the trees to to it kind of calms us down. So I think there's something Mm. very natural, spacious, beautiful. And then there's kind of this creative idea. And and I don't know, this is definitely me projecting here, but I I think sometimes as it happens, there's a creative impulse that comes from that wide open space. And then it's like, oh my God, I want to do this. And I want to do that. And And then it becomes like in order to get the thing done, so many other things vie for the attention. It's kind of like, the sacred thing maybe is the most important but how do i juggle all the other social demands and and all the other things so mm-hmm. like you said the contrast of the natural space versus kind of the circus the the wildness of the of all the other stuff feels to me like mm-hmm. like life and how we manage our way to to find our mm-hmm. way to having being social creatures and yet how do we carve out time to do the thing that is most sacred? I mean, this was for Reverend Michael, who I know to you is, is like yeah. a very sacred being, which is an aspect of self, a sacred aspect of self, um, a devotion to this part of self. So to me, in a nutshell, this is, this is kind of like me finding my way through the the quality problem of having a big life, having family, having stuff, being a part of this world, and yet having to manage, how am I going to get to the thing that is the most sacred? So how does that land on you, Anna?
2: Hmm. Feels good. Yeah. A lot of of good insight there, the natural and yeah. So what will you do if, if you're, you're going to it? Go, we're about to go. Actually, we're
1: about to go to a break. So I'm going to just ask you to contemplate before we. And then I'm going to. We'll take other people's dreams on the other side. But Anna, my question for you Thank is: you. How will you take it to the street? If we have time at the end of the show, I'd love to hear what you do. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today the dreams are all about you here on the Ask Doctor Dream Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Discover the power within. UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. This is the second half of the show, and it's dedicated to you and your dreams. So what did you dream last night? I'm grateful. I love having guests on my show, but it's honestly my favorite way to do this show is to just have you all share your dreams with me and to get to have this more luxurious time together. And It seems that the theme so far is about, and thank you, Anna, for sharing your dream with us um, and and it connects with mine as well. It's kind of that figuring out how to the sewing between the masculine and the feminine, the internal self and the external. and knowing that it's not an easy path to negotiate. It's often we kind of go from one extreme to the next and don't I know it. So if you've got a dream you'd like to share, the number is 816. 816- Two five one three five five five, and that's how you can d- get the audio, the visual. You can see me <laughs> on Facebook Live. I'm on. Um, it's Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams on Facebook. You have to like the page, and then there I am. You'll see me. Okay, so let's see. We've got. We're gonna take. Let's see, Pauline. I think Pauline is this a new caller? Pauline, welcome to the show.
0: Yes, hi. I am a new caller to your show. I. I always catch it like on Encore, but I never really listen to it because I <laughs> do not dream.
1: And oh, well, we're going to fix that. I a
0: healer teacher tell me mm. that, that it is a blessing that I don't dream because I am actually traveling in timelines, which I don't want to be doing. So I don't mm. know if you ever heard this, but that's why I'm happy I don't dream. Um, though I would like to do lucid dreaming. I heard you talking about lucid dreaming. Um, I mm-hmm. like to direct my dreams to create the timeline I would like to be on or create my my destiny how I want it to be, not to be ruled. I, th- I have a feeling it's connecting to the collective consciousness because of what you guys just said, that you have similar symbology, and, and mm-hmm. so I'm seeing it as a blessing. I'm sorry, but that's what I, I believe. So I'm just sharing it, and I was just going to ask you that question mm-hmm why don't i dream and then i remember the reason that i am uh, actually happy i don't dream
1: so mm. maybe you're not
0: going to like that aspect because <laughs> no, that is your no you're I,
1: <laughs> I completely respect that in fact i know there's so many different perspectives on on dreams why we dream why we don't dream and it just happens to be the way that i lean is toward the communication of dreams but really it's not it's not even about the dreams pauline it's mm-hmm. more about the space that is opened up and we can access that higher place in consciousness without quote-unquote uh, you mean,
0: subconscious possibly is that maybe what mm-hmm. i actually i think the moon is in scorpio i thought maybe if i were to dream this would be the or journeying or whatever you the shamans do it's real, right? Isn't it a real place that you're journeying to sometimes?
1: That's my that's my belief. I believe kind of like the like many shamans do and also the Aborigine the Australian Aborigines, they believe that the dream time is the real time and this waking reality is is kind of a lesser reality. It's not right. as real and the lower dimension.
0: Me, right? You mentioned multidimensional. That's why I do believe I travel multi dimensionally as well mm-hmm. and and even in other you know realms so that some of the people dream really wild stuff right you've probably heard people say that they're on another planet and all the other things that they've shared with you in many absolutely. of the dreams you probably get to
1: interpret absolutely so it sounds Pauline like you like you've got it all together like you you don't really you just want to have and I still
0: didn't ever really well, I, when I was a child of course I had horrible dreams that would repeat and repeat and I never knew what that was and I'm a Taoist by ancestry so I did not know that that's something you know as as a shaman I didn't really realize Taoists were shamans as well that, that mm. that's something that I didn't even until I started looking into all this in the 90s and I just been studying and studying and studying and now I'm just now experiencing more and stop studying and using my brain constantly. I want to, um, I'm starting to remember who I am in a way, in
1: a way. You know what? I think that is the most important thing. I mean, I think all roads lead to the mountaintop, which is an awakened state of being where we become lucid people, not just lucid dreamers, but lucid beings where we have a sense of, who we are, why we're here and what we're connected to and that's so it doesn't really matter how we get there we can get there through yoga, through meditation, through hanging upside down, through through doing <laughs> some extreme things like um the sun dances that people do get them there it's like you know there's there's all manner of things as long as we get there it doesn't matter how dreams happen so to you is an aspect path. of remembering maybe possibly I, I believe it is. I think it's a communication from our higher other than conscious self to a feedback to our conscious self so that it does bring us eventually to our ordinary conscious state. I think it, it it's important to connect the dots between our higher, more vast states of consciousness, and we need to come back to at least having a pinky toe on the ground so that it, it comes back here to this, this realm. I don't think that this realm that we're in this third dimensional reality is like, Ooh, poo poo. Like it's just, it's lesser. It's just, it's not the be all end all, but we chose to incarnate here. So I think as long as it feeds back to this realm, then however we receive that, that consciousness, that awakening, those messages, God bless you. And if you get them all in your waking state, then maybe you don't need to dream. I did. I had a conversation with Chief Golden Light Eagle from the, he's a shaman and he just passed away recently from the Lakota okay. tribe. And his personal belief was that your whole life is a dream and that you don't need to dream at night, that that's kind of a, you should get a break. My perspective is that- You say that, me, I was
0: just thinking also remote viewing and astral projection yeah, is a form, of all a form of dreaming. It's way. all related, absolutely. Yeah. It's all related. I never even so, thought of that weaving. Uh, you mentioned weaving. I heard you talking about weaving. I didn't even yeah. think that that was a connection that you just. Ah, yeah. now I'm. In fact, when together. I when, after Thank I had you.
1: a, I had a mini death experience in 2008, which I talk about quite a lot on this show, and I even saw the 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 similarities of this kind of death state being on the other side being in a more heavenly realm is like, Oh my God, it's, it's just like dreaming. It's, and we, it's like, we kind of die every night when we leave, our, we leave our bodies, we let go. Yeah, and we, you know
0: what? It makes sense. Dreaming is a big thing because everybody dreams usually. So that's why that's a connection into their spirit. So if people yeah. just call you just about their dream, they're starting to awaken or that's exactly. part of the awakening.
1: Exactly. Wow. So Pauline, I so appreciate your okay. comments. Thank and you. I hope that you do call in more often and I'd love to hear what happens um, as, as you progress with your journey. So thank you so much, honey. Thank you. All right. So let us go to miss Chelsea. All right, Chelsea. And then Denise, don't you worry. I see you there. You're going to be next Chelsea. <laughs> hey, Kelly. Hey,
2: I just have a shorter dream to share with you today, but, Okay. Um, So I titled my dream uh, Riding the Waves of uh, Grief, Love and Loss. So Mm. um, I recently had a dream that one of my friends came to me um, to grieve and uh, she came to me and we just uh, snuggled close and Mm. we both just went through the emotions of everything she was going through together. in the dream, also, it, it's hard to explain, but it's kind of like uh, we're going through different perspectives of each emotion, but at the same time, um, the perspective of the dream itself shifted. Mm. Um, how so? Um, uh, just like you know how some dreams, as you see, first person, and some dreams, they're third person. Yep. So, like, each different perspective change, um, the perspective of what I was viewing changed as well. So, sometimes I would see a third person or um, okay. even, like, even if it would shift, like, us upside down. I don't... It's super weird. I've <laughs> never had a dream like that. But, um, yeah, that was my dream. And um, it was really interesting for the reality check because that night, her... D- her young dog recently passed away and that was what she was coming to grieve to me about and then um it was super weird because i waking up um i woke up to my own dog barking and my dog doesn't bark so of course i got up to check on him and he barked like five really loud barks and I oh, wow. go and check on him and he's still fast asleep on the couch. And he's all like, what, <laughs> what do you want? It's like, wow, that's, well, that's interesting. Um, I was wondering what he was dreaming and where he was at, but of course he never oh. tells me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe he's trying in, in his dog <laughs> language. Oh, Chelsea, I love, I love this. So do you have a question about this? It seems like it's all here. Is there, Um, I I just
2: wanted to share that dream. Um, I thought it was interesting
1: that
2: it was kind of like the emotions were really, um, you know, out in this dream. And I had known her dog passed away, so I don't know if that's why I had this dream. Otherwise, uh, maybe just as an open person, um, you know, maybe
1: Mm.
2: it was like a refuge for her to seek me out in, you know, the dream Mm. time to kind of you know process everything but yeah i just wanted to share
1: i i um my reflection if if i may i for some reason this is what popped into my mind i just remember hearing years ago about sai baba the the east indian guru and about how he would show up in so many people's dreams every night like just multitasking all night long and doing all kinds of healing and i know that you're a really powerful dreamer and i'm wondering if you've got some of that where you're in some of those dreams you show up in other people's dreams and maybe some of those you actually recognize but i'm if it were my dream i think that there is genuinely healing happening and that your my feeling about the chelsea aspect of myself <laughs> as i'm putting it all inside a big bubble here is Chelsea being is is expanding rapidly and quickly and and I think the healing that she does in dreams is is legit and real and in fact maybe even more powerful more quantum leveled than than it could be otherwise in in waking reality so it feel I feel like I'm in this dream with you and I because I just lost my dog Lola not that long ago like maybe I don't know maybe 6 weeks ago or maybe more, maybe a couple months ago, but so I have this tender place in my heart, just at the mention of the passing of a dog. And I feel like there was this, and I love all the different perspectives of switching. I feel like you were kind of all over the place, like healing multidimensionally at the same time. So Mm -hmm. it just feels really sweet and how wonderful to have the kind of the confirmation of the dog bark, a dog that doesn't normally bark is barking <laughs> know, here in and the you morning. Asleep. <laughs> yeah. Which is so sweet. And he was asleep. So it just feels like, you know, some dreams don't really need to be interpreted really, really more to just revel in and, and, and appreciate and, and to expand and, and kind of just, just bask in awe. And I think it, to share it, because I think there is, I mean, I can feel like a wave of healing coming, coming through. So it's touching me and I imagine it's touching others as well. So keep doing what you're doing, Chelsea, you're on track and mm-hmm. um, I appreciate you checking in. Always <laughs> do. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. You're so welcome. Okay. So we are going to go to, oh my God. Oh my God. Genevieve. Okay. And then Denise, you're next. All right. Genevieve. Are you calling in? Is this the Genevieve that I know? Hi. Oh my gosh. Hi, Kelly. Wait. It's Genevieve. Hi. All right. You've got just a couple minutes. I want to hear your dream. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, so I have this
2: dream that I was at a family gathering with my family and these family friends and we were sitting at a table and um everyone was at the table except for my mom. She was off to the side of this other little table and I went over there and <clears throat> she was with a baby and she was feeding the baby. And I was just kind of watching her like, oh, of course my mom's over here feeding the baby instead of having fun with everyone because my mom's such a nurturer and like a baby carer. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so then I was like, and the baby was very voracious. Like my, my mom was even holding like a piece of chicken and the baby was just like chomping away at the chicken. And, so <laughs> and then, then I was like, mom, I'll finish feeding him. You go hang out, you know, and she, I was kind of surprised that she accepted that, but she did and she gave him to me and I sat down and he was on my lap and I realized like, oh, there's no more food for him. And I started kind of panicking that I wouldn't be able to provide what he needed and then I saw these little dabs of icing on the table and I like put my finger in one and put it up to his lips and he tasted it and got this huge smile on his face. And I was like, well, oh i guess feed him sugar. So I, again, kind of was like worried and trying to figure out what I was going to feed him. And, um, then these little like fruit snacks appeared like those little gummy fruit things. And I thought like, Oh, at least they have fruit in them. I guess that's better than (laughs) sugar. And so he leaned over and stuffed one into his mouth. And then I realized he wasn't breathing and he was (gasps) choking. And I, I flipped him over and I was like whacking his back and trying to get the, get it dislodged. And I, I looked over to the corner and my aunt was sitting there who is um, like a nurse or a medical professional. And I, I think I was looking to her for like help or like, what do you what should I do? And she sat there and she kind of acknowledged that she saw what was going on, but wasn't going to help me. And so I turned back and I had this whole sort of internal dialogue, even though I was freaking out. And I was like, I can do it. And I started really focusing on like my technique of how I was going to whack him in a certain way so that it was going to push the food up and out and and then suddenly I saw that he was breathing and instead of like crying like I would expect or something he just took this one real big deep breath and like let it out in one sigh and it was so relaxing and then the dream was
1: over oh my lord Genevieve what a powerful powerful dream um I I'm going to are you ready for me to weigh in is there anything else you want to say before I'm I ready. go Yeah I know So just for the sake of time I'm going to just kind of laser beam as much as possible I feel like this is this is one of those examples of Of kind of a nightmare. And if we stick with it, it, it can finish itself out. And then we get like a payoff. We get a reward if we, if we do what needs to be done in the dream. So to me, if it were my dream, a baby, everyone in the dream is an aspect of self. The baby is this vulnerable part of myself, a part of me that is, that needs care and attention and that's vulnerable And the, the mother aspect of myself is the part of me that knows how to care for this, this new emerging, maybe creative project or relationship. Um, and then there's the, the, who I identify with who isn't necessarily the mother, isn't the baby, but kind of this intermediary, somebody who sort of wants to, wants to do good and wants to be good, but isn't necessarily, confident and doesn't really necessarily know what to do. So there's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I can't feed this baby. I don't know how to nurture in the right way, but let me be resourceful and let me grab what I can, but oh my God, that wasn't right. That didn't work. It, It seemed like there was fruit in this, but it's really candy. In other words, it's not the stuff that really nurtures. And then the baby, the baby, like, it's like, oh my God, it's so easy for a creative idea or for a new relationship or for a new part of ourselves to, to perish if we don't take really good care of it. But what I love is that the Genevieve aspect of myself, she asks for help, doesn't get it, but reaches in her own resource and comes up with this ability to know what to do and then flips the baby upside down dislike, there's this, like, let me just, this is what I love. It's kind of like the best solutions happen. Sometimes when we flip our perspective when we say, okay, let me get out of the ordinary way of looking. Let me look at things from an upside down point of view and that we can dislodge the drama. And then we take this sweet, deep breath. So my question for you, and we're kind of running out of time here, but is for you to contemplate, how does this relate to something happening in your life, how, how might you apply this? Do you see, can you connect the dots here? Wow. You're a dreamy dreamer.
2: (laughs) Thank you. I will contemplate that. And yeah, I feel like I can.
1: Yeah. I would love to hear what you do with this. I'm really invested. (laughs) So please let me know, reach out to me, by the way, anybody can let me know when I ask you questions like this, feel free to reach me on Facebook. Um, it's Kelly Sullivan Walden dreams, or you can email me at info at Kelly Sullivan, com or Kelly at Kelly Sullivan, com. Thank you, Genevieve. I so appreciate that beautiful dream. So glad you saved the baby. Oh my goodness. Okay. Miss Denise. Hello. God all bless right. you. Thank you. All right, honey. Talk to me. I want to hear all about what you've got going on in your heart.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's just a short one. Um, um, I was, I don't know, I was walking. I was okay. walking, and I might have been walking with somebody, but it don't matter. I was walking and there, everywhere I walked, there was quarters. There's just quarters. And I kept walking another quarter. I kept, wa- And then finally in the dream... <sighs> Um, I started to count at the quarters and it came up to $4 and 50 cents. End of dream.
1: <gasps> oh my God. Okay. I wish Nancy T was here to hear this. Um, I think you may have had this dream for her. Um, if it were my dream. So <laughs> I, have you, have you talked to Nancy T in
0: the last week? No, but, um, I'm going to, uh, Text her, I mean, uh, email whatever whatever I do, I gotta see what I got on her, but I got some kind of communication because I had done that 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 this is going through that training. So I got uh yeah, I think I got her email. No,
1: okay, um, no this is a little spooky actually. So her mother just passed away. That's and, right. And Nancy said that one way that she's receiving her communication with her mom is through quarters. And You're she lying. finds them on the nope. She's You're been lying. instead of I am not lying. <laughs> this is oh she, my god! And it's like instead of pennies from heaven, she says I'm getting quarters from heaven. And she added up, and I wish I don't know if it was four fifty, but the other day she said she had like dollars worth of of quarters. And then she actually sent me a dream today where there was she was playing a game of quarters and it was like, oh my God, that's quarters is my mom's thing. So quarters, quarters, quarters. So Denise, you are, you are magic. You're connected. You're tapped in. What do quarters mean for you? Let's just see if there's another dimension of this. What What's they a quarter to you?
0: I mean, it's changed, but it's the highest denomination in the change family other than a 50 cent piece. And of course we don't even see those no more in this world. So I, I don't know, it's a high I di- I don't know. See I'm I'm kinda in the numerology and I look at it more that the dream is telling me. I mean two and five is seven. And then of course the four fifty is a nine. I that's the only thing I can get out of it, but I mean I'm walking and the person walking with me is not finding the quarters, it's me. So finally I just counted them up, it was four dollars and fifty cents. Um, um I need to wow. communicate with Nancy. Yes, maybe I'll, do. Bring this up. maybe I'll bring this up next week. I think I need to communicate with her. I
1: really do. I that's think that's what I'm is, getting
0: out of this dream. Quite this frankly, like a, that's what I'm getting out of this dream.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I loved what you said. It's, um, it's the highest denomination in the change family. So mm. to me, So I always think there's like in a dream like this, that seems like it's for somebody else. And we always get, it's like, if, if we do a rain dance and we actually are able to conjure rain for someone else, some of it gets on us. So we get some of the blessings. So this feels also like if it were my dream, it's about change in the family, the highest level change.
0: But why are you connected? Are you connecting family?
1: Because, Nancy had the 25 cent dream, how you, honey, the change you family? said, cha- when I said, what's a quarter to you, you said it's the highest denomination I, in the change yeah. family. <laughs> you you said that. So that was like an That's unconscious true. connection. So yeah, I think the there's, point, the point. yeah. So I, if it were my dream, I would say there's, there's change happening for sure in Nancy's life and it's, and it's positive and, I think Nancy's mom is communicating and she's wanting her to know that, yes, there's change in the family and it's good. And I'll be with you because when we have and I know you have your beloved dad on the other side that you bring Mm -hmm, up. So maybe mm -hmm, your dad mm -hmm. is hanging out with Nancy's mom and together there's and Nancy's dad's on the other side, too. And there's maybe there's there's great change that's happening for all of us and for you in your family structure. And it's of a high, Mm. high denomination high level. Mm. I think and you're not into um, numerology. So you don't,
0: you don't see, no, actually the
1: anyway. I, I am, I am not uh, maybe, I don't know. I'm not, maybe, maybe not as much you as you are, but I think the no, nine no. is the highest number also. That's like the, it's kind of the, the be all end all number it's like spiritual maturity it's about waking up it's it's kind of the shamanic number Mm. and um so the seven seven cannot be divided the seven is about lucky i mean that's like oh my god and it's it's a very powerful number and as we wrap up this show i just want to take all of that in and denise thank you so much you just put like the cherry on top of the show and this is talk about synchronicities and and not taking our dreams lying down and our dreams are not always Mm -hmm. just for us sometimes they are to help heal the the others and the collective and i think that's what we're doing here let's make sure to take time to be in nature as anna said in her dream take time to be in nature and nurture ourselves when we're out in the world these days so everybody take care honor your dreams and i can't wait to see you next week until then don't take your dreams lying down Sweet dreams. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world?